0: Look, we're not even talking about last week. I've already moved on. I don't even say the words last week" all the way through because that's how bad it was. So we're on to week nine in the NFL, 2023 in true dumpster fire fashion. I still don't have a good working microphone. And now Brandon's on the pup list, can uh, physically unable to podcast. So he won't be here. He's uh, with us in our hearts and minds and in the group chat. JKNKC playing through pain. pain, playing through, you know, midseason tweaks and bump. How was your last? We are you talking about it?
1: No, no. Uh, let's let's move on. Um, if we could just skip no, all right. of the recapping and go to the next okay. week, that would be Love lovely. It.
0: What about NBA? How's that going for you?
1: You know, not bad. Uh okay. I mean we're not we're not we're not hitting any big wins or anything. Nothing nothing great going on. But uh you know, we're we're staying alive. Small Just spending games. our crowns from baseball,
0: you know. Okay. Doing my thing. <laughs> well all right, we're gonna go main slate on Sunday. We'll talk a couple of players from every position, then we'll talk Chiefs at the end and a weird week for them coming off a loss to the Broncos and playing on that um, you know, that other side of the world game early Sunday morning. But first, we'll start off with quarterbacks. Now, Joe, I'll start. My thought before I looked at the numbers was I'm going to play Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson because I feel like everybody's going to be on these sub-550 guys, right, these sub-5,500 guys because there's a lot of them. And it really may allow you to make some – insane lineups. Then I look at the projections and according to ETR, Jalen Hurts is going to be the number one owned quarterback. What? Now, I don't know that I believe that.
1: I mean, but again, it's, it's still quarterback. So number one on quarterback, meh, you know what I mean?
0: Like, I, I hear you as far as like how but, we're, we're building, but he's, I mean, at fifteen percent, and there's kind of a drop-off. Ten, nine, nine, eight, six.
1: I mean, everybody wants part of that game. Like that that could be the game you have to have.
0: But my thing is, isn't the perception that Dallas's defense is good? Sure. I mean, but who is Dallas' too... defense ridiculous against? Well, I mean, isn't that two decent defenses up against each other?
1: I mean, sure, but Good offense beats good defense more often than not.
0: I'll give you that. Okay. Um, so, I don't know, man. Um, I guess I'm looking at uh, Lamar Jackson and that, although Seattle, their games haven't been much for shootouts lately. But I'm, I'm going to avoid Jalen Hurts if he's going to be that. If he's going to be the most owned um, quarterback, because I might as well, you know, shoot for the moon and try to try to score big with one of these lower owned guys, Aiden O'Connell, 4,500 projects for 16 points. I kind of like that. I really do, and so I'm looking at um, Lamar or Aiden O'Connell. Brandon, again, on the PUP list, sent over a lineup, though. He's looking at C.J. Stroud, and I hate to do this while he's not here, but C.J. Stroud is, like, projected for 16, and there's a bunch of guys with that projection that are a lot cheaper, right? So C.J. Stroud projected for – Seventeen points, I guess, at sixty-two hundred, but you can get down to sixteen points for Aiden O'Connell at forty-five hundred and save yourself seventeen hundred dollars that you could spend somewhere else. One less yeah. point, but seven hundred less dollars. Jordan Love, and he's you know. So um, those are three quarterbacks. Where are you at? Talk some sense into us.
1: I I don't know that I have any sense to talk into you this week. Um, I mean. It, to continue on with your crapping on TJ Stroud while uh, Brandon's out crapping. Uh, Daniel Jones, 5,600 is projected for almost 19. Baker Mayfield, 5,200 for 17.4. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys that are projected fairly high that are cheap this week. Um, I think the Jalen Hurts idea is that could be a high-scoring game. Uh, He's the best player on that team. He's... Very likely to score if that team gets inside the one, um, but man, I, I, talk some sense into me because I'm thinking about going Taylor Heineke this week,
0: dude. I don't hate that at all. Um, I what do we got going on? Is that is that Halloween candy still? No, I gotta.
1: I got an unhappy kid upstairs that uh, doesn't yeah, want to go to bed.
0: Dude, that's the thing with Halloween. You got to remember when you got these little kids that Halloween will drag on for three or four days. <laughs> it yeah. really will. It's, uh, it's kind of brutal. We had the day after Halloween out of school and I appreciate that so much for the teachers. Yeah. because that has, I, to be the worst. that has to be the worst day of the year to be a teacher. Get this though. My kid. So he's three, right?
1: My kid wants to be a blue dinosaur For the month and a half leading up to Halloween. Hey, buddy, what do I want to be for Halloween? I want to be a blue dinosaur. We got a trunk or treat last week. And this kid's thrilled to be a blue dinosaur, right? Wake him up on Halloween. Happy Halloween, buddy. We're going to go trick or treating again tonight. Second Halloween, I want to be a superhero. Oh, no. So, needless to say, he went out as a blue dinosaur because dad (laughs) didn't win big in DFS last week.
0: (laughs) So, I remember one year. We, uh, my daughter wanted to be Cleopatra and I hope she doesn't get canceled because she's not Egyptian, but (laughs) she, uh, wanted to be Cleopatra, get her the thing. It's like the night before and she can't find it. She cannot find the entire costume and is tripping. So I go out and buy her a second Cleopatra. I know. Guess what? We found the other one the next day. You want to talk about finding some Zen and uh, controlling yourself, I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> uh, yes, it's a dumb move, and yes, I folded, and yes, I got the second. She, yes, she should have worn a trash bag, but man I have daughters, and I fold. She got me. Listen,
1: this kid's getting whatever he wants as long as I'm not right? in the poorhouse. So,
0: right, I feel um, your So, pain. look, dude, Taylor Heineke, I don't mind like at all. The problem is. Atlanta doesn't throw the ball a ton. And now I don't know that Minnesota is going to push them since they're playing a backup as well. Again, 5,000, yeah. Taylor Heineke has been an NFL quarterback, so I think he's got a better shot than some of these other guys.
1: So here's my other thing. We know that Taylor Heineke likes to force the ball to his number one target, as he did all last season with uh, our boy Scary Terry. So Mr. London might be out this week. Yes. Is it a week to go to Kyle Pitts and rake <sighs> the money in? Dude. Does Kyle Pitts even play enough to allow you to rake the money in at some
0: point? Like <laughs> I know. Look, I know where you're coming from, and I'm loving it, too. I'm licking my chops with it. That's the problem. Right, and then we we get to next week and go. What were we thinking? Atlanta only runs the ball. They have BJ Rob- or B. John Robinson. Why would we trust Taylor Heineke and Kyle Pitts, who's failed us continuously?
1: That is that is very fair. That's that's a fair point you make there, sir.
0: But so here's the thing: I do see. I don't believe this ownership. I do see people playing a lot of Clayton Tune, Aiden O'Connell. I mean, I can see. Aiden O'Connell being given the directive of go out there and just throw it within 10 yards of Devontae Adams. We didn't trade him. We can't afford to have him break every helmet on the sideline.
1: (laughs) I was, I was kind of on this Aiden O'Connell path with you. So I get it there. Um, But because I was on this path, I decided, Hey, let's go look up some stats from the other game that he started. Right.
0: That's what I was. Yeah.
1: He, uh, Uh, Devontae Adams, eight catches for like 75 yards. Didn't have a great game, didn't throw a touchdown, um, but threw for like 200 yards. Devontae Adams had had eight catches. Uh, Guess who else had eight catches? Mr. Josh Jacobs, (sighs) eight catches. So I think I'm smooth transition into running back here. Had to recognize it because it was so good. good. I'm going Josh Jacobs heavy this week. He's going to be super highly owned. But I'm I'm eating that chalk.
0: Um, So are you going to go Aiden O'Connell, do you think? I
1: I might go Aiden O'Connell. I don't know that I can stop myself from looking at that price tag and not thinking, man, I can get everybody else I want
0: um okay let's see what did brandon say for running backs he has jonathan taylor who i like but seems risky last week he had 94 yards in the first half one touch in the second why injury because are they up bigger did they lose or what i mean how does that even happen that's what i'm saying. How do you only give the guy after he racks? And they said they specifically asked, they asked, was he hurt? And the coach said, no. So uh, I mean what's they, the reason? They... So here's the thing, I like Jonathan Taylor. Um I do think that it's a good option. Um, And I'm definitely looking at plugging him in, but I don't understand why that happened. He had 12 attempts. He had 95 yards, 94 in the first half. And then Zach Moss comes in and gets 66 in a situation where they lost by 11 to the saints. So I don't know. Um, He also has um, white from Tampa Bay. And I don't know, man, I played a ton of Houston last week and, that game was trash, and I'm salty about them. So <laughs> I'm off of Houston uh, right now. Um, if I do like Josh Jacobs and I do like that Aiden O'Connell play and stacking the Raiders um, against the Giants, I don't hate that at all. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, I think, is an interesting play. Um, he's playing quite well right now. And even though he's technically the number two, if we go back and look at the game from last week when they played Carolina or when they played Houston, I mean, I know I said that game was trash, but I specifically want to look at the running back splits. So um, Chuba Hubbard had 15 attempts. What did
1: he Miles do with 15 attempts
0: though? Miles Sanders had two. I mean,
1: I so definitely we, hear you, and and I do love the opportunity for running backs. And but, he had two targets. I mean, so 5K for 17 touches is definitely not bad. Definitely what we're I, looking for here.
0: Right. Now, he had 28 yards, so maybe Carolina just isn't going to be able to run the ball, I think, which is a serious concern. Um, the other one, a similar situation like Jerome Ford – should be all the way back this week, fifty three hundred. Um, I don't know, man. It looks like this week you could almost play a bunch of number twos, and then that's what my lineup looks like. Number two, uh, go ahead, running. <laughs> go ahead, running backs.
1: Uh, so, other than other than Josh, Josh Jacobs, two. who we talked about. Um, I mean, Tony Pollard's price just keeps creeping don't. down, but man, yeah. he burned me last week. Right. And-
0: it gets he, like,
1: he's, just, he's just not getting the opportunity that you want to see from him uh, huh? to pay off. But then you could say the same thing about Bijan, who uh, also in a pretty good spot. Also, prices dropped dramatically from where we were paying for him at the beginning of the year. I mean, both those guys seem like they're in fine spots. But, boy, did they burn people the
0: last few weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah, so um, here's the thing. Tony Pollard is like bottom five. In rushing efficiency. I mean, he's just – he's getting hes getting touches. He had 12 attempts.
1: Not uh, enough for that price tag, though.
0: No, I agree. 53 yards, though. Yeah. I mean, he's – it's just it, – I don't know why. It was against the Rams. In a game where the Cowboys by, were up by 23, they should have been running the ball. Right? right? They'd get the ball inside the 20. So, I don't know. Pollard, I just think – and they keep – somebody was saying they just run him up the middle. Well, back when he was a backup, he was a change of pace running around the ends. So, I don't know if they're now all of a sudden going, hey, you're Zeke, and run up the middle when he's not a run up the middle guy. I don't know.
1: I don't know. But all, all that said, um, if, I'm, if I'm paying up this week, I'm going to go to who I should have gone to last week, and that is Alvin Kamara, who yep. is just getting a stupid amount of targets every yep. week.
0: Yep, I agree. What about uh, week number two for Gus Bus? I mean, three touchdowns. Not bad. Yeah, but I mean,
1: touchdowns are iffy. Like, there's going to no, be some agree, weeks that he falls but... at the one. And then, like, if he falls at the one and the five and the three that last week, then what's his points at? Take right. away 18 points from whatever he got. And I would, I, I would agree. rather go for the guy that's got, uh, You know, getting 20 touches and getting 98 yards and getting unlucky for the extra two and a bonus than the guy that fell into the end zone on three of his 10 carries or however many Gus Bus had last week.
0: Here's the other thing to get there when it comes to running backs, I'm definitely looking at the guys that are on teams that have backup quarterbacks in. Right, so I'm looking for who's the running back behind PJ Walker who's the running back that we already talked about behind Aiden O'Connell right who's the running back behind Clayton Toon right yeah. I'm looking at who's the running back in Chicago we think this week um, because I got to assume that they're going to run the ball a little bit more right than typical uh, with some of these guys alright go ahead to wide receiver then
1: Let's see, wide receiver. I mean, we kinda we kinda glanced over it with all the Aiden O'Connell stuff. Um like I said earlier, he had eight targets. Uh I mean eight eight catches for seventy five yards. Uh Devontae Adams, that is. So I'm probably gonna throw him in, in a lineup or two, um, because I think they're going to force him the ball after uh last week and him trying to break his helmet in half. All right. I, I think there's a lot of cheap guys this week that you can go with. I think Terry McLaurin is probably too cheap. I know that everybody's afraid of Belichick and him taking away the number one weapon, but 5600 for Terry McLaurin just feels crazy low. Um,
0: Well, yeah, with Heineke, if he is going to be slanging it. Well, Heineke
1: will not be slanging it for that team. He'll be slanging it in Atlanta. Uh Oh, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know. Um, I mean 5600 is just stupid cheap Like we, were, Yes it was with Taylor Heineke Who likes to force the ball to his number one receiver A couple years ago But we were paying 7 plus K for Terry McLaurin Less than two years ago And I don't think I've seen anything That slowed Terry down Other than his quarterback play So one of these weeks That 5600 price tag isn't going to be nearly enough And he's going to go off and be the guy that breaks the slate Or at least that's right. what I'm That's what I'm playing for um, right. other than that the other side of that Demario Douglas projecting really well for a 4K player this week so probably gets on him in my lineups too
0: Zay Flowers I, I felt like there was an injury concern there um, and I keep expecting him to go off he just doesn't seem to I don't know or maybe I'm just misremembering Seattle giving up the most points per game to uh, wide receivers so I'm looking at targeting them this week. Also uh, up against the second most points allowed is Indianapolis Colts. So I'm looking at Adam Thielen. The guy's just playing out of his mind. He's going to be highly owned. He is 7,500, but the dude is just snatching targets like crazy. Um, so I'm looking there as well. And then I will go back to, because Minnesota is also another team that gives up a ton of points, I'm also going to go back and look at some of those wide receivers in Atlanta. Not Drake London. Who did you say?
1: I I was talking Kyle Pitts, just because Drake London has missed two days of practice in a row. Um,
0: Would you trust Van Jefferson yet? I mean, he's been on
1: the team all year, hasn't he? Has he? I thought he was in him? L.A.
0: I thought he was in L.A. I don't know. In a dumpster fire. We need a sound effect when we do that. So I'd be looking there, um, you know, and again, you're either going with the alpha with a backup.
1: <laughs> Been right? on the Falcons all year. Four catches.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, okay. So oh, no, no, he was not. on the Rams. He was on the Rams. I lied. Okay. Thank you. Eight Thank catches you. on the Rams, four on the Falcons. So he's basically okay. killing it this year.
0: Yeah. Well, he's very cheap and we can see why. But here's the thing. If I'm going with a backup quarterback, I'm going to pair him with the alpha or the running back or the tight end. I'm not picking his second or third option. I just don't think that's the way these guys are getting out there, throwing the ball, unless you're talking about somebody with a little more experience. Um, Let's talk tight ends. You like Kyle Pitts, obviously. Travis Kelsey not on the slate. Um, I'm looking at TJ Hawkinson. Uh, I think that He's been getting um, considerably more targets after Justin Jefferson went down. And again, you're talking about a situation where brand new quarterback in the mix. Um, So I like that option. Uh, Trey McBride, obviously in Arizona, not a great matchup against Cleveland. But come on, the dude just went off. He's still under 4K, and I think he could go off again. He seems like a good outlet if you will. Let's see what Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland um they locked down tight ends. Only 3 points per game. Yikes. Detroit is <laughs> on the other. Detroit on the other end so is Houston. Um so then let's look at if we're talking about those tight ends, Man. we're looking at Dalton Schultz. Yeah, or Dalton Schultz. Who do you Dalton like? Dalton Schultz feels a
1: lot better with a uh quarterback that you're confident in and i don't know that i'm confident in banker mayfield um Oof. i would like to i would like to be confident in baker mayfield but man he's got he's got the, all the weapons he should need and he just isn't going off right like
0: yeah um, um remember when I, we used to stream tight ends against arizona that was fun that doesn't seem to be the case but david and joku yeah, um, is a good option. Also under four K.
1: Yeah, um, I'm probably going to go with uh, man. I might, I might be talking myself into a Washington stack here, and that feels real gross. Uh, I mean, I kind of like Logan Thomas this week. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not going there, I'm probably going to try and get a piece of this uh, Dallas Philly game with a cheaper tight end, uh, and you can do that with either. You can go up a little bit and get to Dallas Godert or uh, snag a Jake Ferguson. Uh, either way, you're under 5K for a tight end that could be the guy that's just catching all the touchdowns or, you know, whatever. So, I, I'm okay going either way there. If you really need to go down, I did make a lineup with Daniel Bellinger earlier today. Wow. The stone man. Um, doesn't feel good, but Darren Waller is out. So, you know, he's he's the starter.
0: That does not sound great. Uh, Looks like Brandon was talking about Cole Komet. So if you're interested in Chicago, maybe Cole Komet is your guy. All right, let's talk Kansas City Chiefs coming off just a ugly, ugly win where everything that could go wrong seemed to go wrong in Denver. Um, The Chiefs are now this week that early Sunday morning game as they'll take on Miami, and Chiefs are a two-point favorite. That line has gone up a half a point from where it was earlier in the day. What do you think happens here?
1: I mean, I'd like to say the Chiefs win, but if we play anything like last week, we're going to have issues. Um, I mean, I I think these wide receivers need to continue stepping up um, we're going to struggle if if we don't have a second option and if, if we continue to fumble nearly as much as we have. Um, I would like to see uh, our rookie Rasheed Rice step up some more. But, uh, you know, I, the homer in me says Chiefs are going to win, which to me means they're going to cover because I'm not betting the money line for minus 130 or 140 or whatever right. it turns out to be. Just I'll, I'll eat the two points and get it at the minus 110
0: i'm taking the under again um i'll take Man. the chiefs i'll take the, the under chiefs.
1: with these two teams seems so crazy what what's the over under in this game
0: uh 51 jeez right i mean Dude, both of these both teams
1: could put up 51 by themselves no, in a no, given they week couldn't. the chiefs yeah, they
0: Okay, this the Chiefs team put up
1: 70 on the team that we just lost to last week.
0: Yes, but, dude, the Chiefs put up 20, 17. They put up 23, 27, 19. I mean, they're not putting up – they put up 41 versus the Bears. But, I mean, here's the thing. I think you want to slow down versus Miami. I think – They're going to take Tyreek Hill away and say Waddle and Mostert are going to have to beat us because the last thing the Chiefs want to get beat by is be by Tyreek Hill and listen to him talk (laughs) crazy all week. So I think that's their best option is really try to focus on Tyreek, not let him beat them. slow down, the receivers aren't playing great, give it to – McKinnon and Pacheco and CEH and let Tony run a few end arounds. slow down I think it's the under um and I hope the Chiefs can win the problem is their offense doesn't seem like they can come from behind anymore I mean I'm sure they have this year but dude 20 against the Lions 17 versus the Jags I mean, and yet they held both those teams, held the Jags to nine, held the Lions to 21, held the Bears to 10, held the Jets to 20. And when you start looking at this, the Chiefs haven't played hardly anybody. They played the Lions and lost. All right, negative Ned. I know, man. They played the Broncos twice and split. Listen, I think they're going
1: to surprise you this week and come out and get a win.
0: I hope so. They need that team that we were against the chargers, yeah, yeah I mean, it's a defensive team. I think <sighs> I, yeah, i'm I'll take the under and chiefs and the points. I, they need this I win. Fair. i think I think Miami all of a sudden thinks they're gonna get us while we're down, and I don't think the chiefs, you know, when was the last time they lost two in a row, yeah it's been a minute i'm sure it it was probably last year yeah it probably was i don't know i got a i got a memory like a bankroll nice and little (laughs) those aren't the only two all right hey um hopefully brandon um starts feeling better uh and sends us over some winning prize picks man prize picks hates me almost as much as dfs does um Joe, what are you going to do? Normally you stream on Twitch in the mornings, but the Chiefs are playing. Listen, I'm I'm
1: there. We're streaming.
0: And watching the game?
1: No, no. I'm not a crazy person. I don't need people to think I'm crazy uh, while I stream on my TV. So I'll be up bright and early. Uh, We'll be streaming until the Chiefs game or just before and then, then we'll be out of there.
0: Okay, pregame with Joe on the Twitch, JKNKC before the Chiefs start Sunday morning. You're on Saturday, too? Of course. Go find your boy, (laughs) JKNKC, on Twitch. And good luck to you. We appreciate you listening. Go out there this weekend and catch you a bag.